So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this one's gonna be again about another article from Seth Godin, as I've done it quite two weeks ago or something, or maybe even yesterday, because I don't know, this is gonna be a scheduled episode. But as always, more after the intro. You know, that's every day. Every single day, but it's still not really boring for me. It really is not. It really is not. And yeah, with that being said, hello, welcome back to the next episode of The Self-Development with Tactics. Fucking podcast. <laughs> and uh, I'm really happy. I'm really happy to be here, talk to you and talk about some things that I'm really passionate about. And if you do not have the time to actually go through a 30 minute, 30 minute video, I know, which is totally something that I can understand and I do understand because it is quite some time. So maybe this episode's also gonna be only 20 minutes long or only 10 minutes long. I mean, it's 10 minutes. You know, 10 minutes is, is something. 10 minutes is totally something. And um, I do not really want you to go through something that is not just giving you a lot of value, something that I try, but you know, 30 minutes maybe boiled down are going to be like 20 minutes of value and the other ones are kind quite uh, me talking or whatever. So sometimes at least, you know, it is actually the case. Sometimes there is actually a 40 or 60 minute video that is full of value and full of some things that I personally, personally find um, interesting, valuable and that I hope is going to change some, some perspectives or some people in general. But I do understand this, you know, I do understand that 30 minutes of the day is definitely quite a lot of time. It really is a lot of time. It really is. Therefore, check out the link in the podcast, check out the link in the description because there is the link to the podcast, which basically is the audio version of this particular video. Like this video that you're just seeing here um, is also available as an audio only version, which means that you can listen to it, which means that it's just a way, way, way more efficient way to consume this episode rather than just sitting here and watching me, because when you're listening to it, you can do something simultaneously. You know, you could be just tidying up your room, you could be cooking, you could be do, doing so many things, you know, because, I don't know, there's nothing that actually catches your attention that much when you're listening to certain things. But yeah, um, as I said before the intro, we're going ahead, or we're going through another article from Seth Gordon. And the funny thing is, I'm going through this one because it is a fairly short one and it is also a fairly recent one, you know, it's from June 21st from 2019 or of 2019 and um, I got off to say that once or the first time I actually went through it, I didn't really understand it and I didn't really get it, but I still somehow want to go through it. I don't know why, I don't know why it is just like a magnet for me, just to be really honest, but I do just somehow... I'm willing to go through it because maybe I'm understanding it, you know, maybe I'm understanding it when I'm just going through it while I'm speaking it out loudly. You know, this could actually be the case, you know, who knows, who really knows. And therefore, I'm just, I think, going to start reading. Um, the link, as always, is going to be down in the description or the show notes if you're on the podcast. So check it out if I'm a little bit too slow or if you just want to check it out on your own and see what is what is there, you know, especially if you're on a podcast, I do really understand that. So every link that might be relevant to you is going to be down in the description. Also links to my social media sites. So check them out. Um, the Collision by Seth Godin. What everyone who is happier than me doing? Oh, 
what's everyone who is happier than me doing? And there's now a picture of a bunch of people that are sitting in a train, I assume, or metro, could also be the case, and they're all on their smartphones, or one guy's on, on his tablet, I guess. Yeah. The typical, the typical commuter now spends the entire train ride on a phone, swiping and watching, watching and swiping. Watching the polished perfect lives, cute outfits and most of all incredible, incredibly experiences, experiences, all had by someone else. It is easy to become a spectator, to get stuck behind the glass, imagining just how much fun you might be having. Modern individual, modern industrial life is a collision between two poles and when even, and we even have a Latin phrase for each of them, so they must be important. Says the day, or says the day, which is carpe diem, or carpe diem, however it might be pronounced in English, because I don't know. I only just know the German one, and I guess it is relatively close to the original Latin one, which is carpe diem. I guess. I don't know, or carpe diem. I think it's more like carpe diem, like just the pronunciation more on the kind of last parts or later parts of the whole phrase. I guess, but, <laughs> but I'm not quite sure. And buyer beware, which is cave eptor or something. I don't know. Uh, we are reminded of our insufficiency and our mortality every day. We are pushed to buy more, engage more, and avoid missing out. Entire billion dollar businesses are built around FOMO. But we are careful. We have been ripped off before, and the reader sent me this recent poll trustworthiness and there you can see a poll and it's like a stati statistic or like a, a, is it a chart i guess it is called a bar chart but i'm not I'm, i'm really not quite sure you know i do not know those things but there you can see the first chart is um in terms of trustworthiness in terms of whom we are trusting you know i'm gonna describe it for the podcast listeners so that you all know and that we all know so the first bar or the first thing stick whatever is friends and family with 70% trustworthy, trustworthiness, which means that we are trusting our parents and or family and friends to 70%. Then there's going to be teachers with 56%, journalists 20, 12%, salesperson 4%, marketer 2% and politician also 2%. So it actually seems to be the case that we are, which is something that I actually do not understand, we are actually... We actually seem to, to trust more in salespeople than in marketers. I don't know why. I know it would be actually something relatively interesting to know why um, why it is actually the case, you know, because I don't know. Well, I guess it could be a little worse. You know, I could be a politician. <laughs> uh, yeah. Trust is in short supply because trust has been abused. We have seen the marketing industrial complex trick us time and time again, baiting and switching. No one wants to go to the fire festival twice, and so we retreat. It goes beyond the categories on the chart. Bosses aren't particularly trusted either. Bosses who promise that if you, if you simply comply, you will get what you deserve. Hiding out in a low-trust world through, though is hardly a way forward. It is simple that our lack of trust is turning into a trap, a trap to keep us stuck. The alternative? To leap. To do the hard work of figuring out what is worth trusting. And most of all, to trust ourselves. If we can trust ourselves enough, we can see where our fear lies. We can separate the 
We can separate the too good to be true fast internet pitches from the hard work of actually, li actually living a life we can be proud of. My experience is that this leap begins with generosity. When we leap on behalf of others, when we contribute energy and insight, it is a lot easier to dance with our fear. And it has the magical side effect of building trust as well. Trust in the system. Trust in the system we choose to build. Trust in the people around us on a similar journey. And most of all, trust is ourselves. Learning to trust our desire to make a difference is the secret to living up or to leveling up. It's difficult to sort out all the options in front of us, to decide what to click on, what to invest in, what to believe in. But we are smart enough to figure it out, smart enough to avoid dump shortcuts as well as we work to find the path. Have you found your path yet? The repeated forward motion that leads you, that, le that, that lets you become the contribution you're capable of being? Once you find, you can build on it. Trust the process. Trust the process. Life is too short to hide. I hope you will check out the old MBA. That's our best version of a process that works. I, I heavily believe in Seth Gordon. And, and also I heavily believe in what he's doing because he's just... I do really believe that he's one of the smartest guys that I've ever been listening to. And also one of the most inspirational ones. Because he's talking about so many things and he's able to give me so many different perspectives on a lot of different things that it is just insane. And... To some degree, I'm, I'm also trying to do that. You know, I'm also trying to give people another perspective on, on various things, maybe on pretty common things. Things like money, life in general, friends, people in general, and all those different things. And because I believe that uh, having a lot of different, different perspectives on different things is quite a good thing. Because, I don't know, often we somehow... Often we somehow get stuck in a certain position or stuck in a certain perspective and once we actually change that, everything changes and the whole concept changes and the whole game changes, which is just amazing. It really is amazing. But yeah, um, trust the process, life's too short to hide. Um, I still don't really get what the whole article is all about because it, it first of all starts with trust you know, and trusting other people and whatnot and uh, it ends, at least for me, You know, for me, it ends in do something, you know, because life is too short and just trust the process, you know, just do something and everything will do it on its own. And I've actually heard that, that quote before, I guess it was actually yesterday, was it yesterday? Or, or it was today, actually. And I think it was actually The Rock that said that, you know, it might have been just the motivational kind of video that I was consuming today when I was working out in the morning, which is, is something that I often do, you know, it somehow helps me, but it just, just as I'm talking, it really reminds me of something that David Goggins, you know, the person that is just really incredibly insane, um, like, he was doing so many things, you know, he's running just, or he was running and still is, a lot of marathons, ultra marathons, um, he has completed SEAL training, he completed just Air Force training and completed uh, some, some other military training. So he's a really, really insanely tough dude, like really insane. And he was also able to, to lose, what was it? I think 100 pounds in three months. I think it was even 106 pounds in three months, which is, if you calculate it, 33, no, I think it was, no. 
I guess it was somehow a hundred, you know, and which leads to 33, 35 pounds, which is 45 kilos each month, which is just insane. It is just truly insane. It really is. The thing is, and he said that, what did this, <laughs> what did he actually say? I don't know. I don't remember. Fuck. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? I was talking about the process talking about the process and I was talking about ah I do remember you know because I was listening to some motivational stuff while I was working out and he always says that he is not even you know he is not even just listening to some music while he's working out because he believes that it's it is not a good thing for you and as as he explained it you know and after he explained it I also was like well it really does make sense you know it really does make sense that you should really not use any music any motivational speeches, anything else that some sort of gives you some motivation from the outside. Because the thing is, what would you do if there is no music? What would you do if there is no motivational speech? What would you do if there is somebody that is not able to, to motivate you? Or what to do when there is nobody but you and your weights, maybe, and then other things? What, what's up then? You know? What should you do then if you do not have the external motivation anymore? You know, and this is the point then, because you do just have to build the internal motivation. You know, you just have to be able to motivate yourself internally. You know, without anything else, without any music, without any speeches, without anybody else but yourself and um, yourself, basically. You know, and it just really makes sense at my point of view. It just really fucking makes sense because what would you really do if there is no music and nobody else that is able to motivate you? Just not being motivated, like don't think that this is actually an option, you know, once you actually need it or once it is actually the case that there is nobody that is motivating you, whether it's music or somebody else, speeches or your trainer, your mentor, whatever. Um, I believe in it. But nevertheless, I was wa walking, I was working out and I was listening to, you know, such a motivational speech compilation that is just a, an hour long and whatsoever because... I don't know, sometimes I click on the wrong one and then it is only just six minutes long and my workout normally, normally takes me like an hour or something and then it is really not that satisfying and not really good, you know, because I'm having to skip all the ads, I'm having to just click on my PC and whatever and this just takes off some time, you know, and I do just want to be concentrated on my workout and I want to be in my workout, you know, I do not want to worry about just having enough uh, to listen to or whatever and... Um, the Rock also said that you should just trust in the process, if I remember that correctly, and I believe in it, because the thing is, often things just turn out quite good, even though you started doing it and you thought like, well, you know, this will never lead to something, this will always be shitty, or whatever, you know, it, it often is actually not the case, often it is the case that everything turns out to be pretty good and pretty nice, even though, you know, you've been dreaming of something your whole life long. For me, and as, as The Rock was talking about it and, and thinking about it, it got me to think as well, because he was like, the dream of becoming an NFL player, <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, the dream of becoming an NFL player is one of the dreams that not come true for him, but it is one of the best dreams that not came true for him. And I, I thought about it. And in the end, I kind of have to say that it is true. Like, it is really true, you know, because by not being an NFL player, he was able to be an actor, an amazingly successful actor. Like, he's just making a bunch of money, you know, and he is in a lot of movies, 
which is great, which is amazing for him. And, um, well, you know, who knows what, uh, what the whole thing would have been like if we actually went to the NFL or if he was able to stay in the NFL, what would have happened? You know, probably not this. Maybe, maybe it's even going to turn, maybe just in the end, everything would have been the same as it is right now. Maybe, but nobody knows. So it is really good right now. And I've been thinking about it, about this, this exact same thing. Like it's, it's so similar. It is just really interesting because I've always had a dream in my childhood. You know, when I was a little boy, I had, I had always the dream of becoming a uh, successful and pro soccer player. You know, because soccer in Austria and in Germany, uh, in Germany, of course, and in generally in Europe is just a really important thing. You know, it just, yeah, sports is, is quite important for quite a lot of countries. But in Europe and in Austria specifically, soccer is kind of the main sport, you know, and soccer is one of the most popular ones and whatever, and the most watched, of course, you know, in media. And um, I've, I've had always the dream of being a pro player, you know, of playing soccer and just being successful doing this because I've, I've always liked to play it and I've been playing it since I was a little kid and I still, I still think about it. I really still think about it if I should actually be doing it, you know, if I should actually try it once again, because I think in 2017 or something, 16 to 17, but I'm not quite sure. I'm really not quite sure. I've tried. I've tried and I was fairly successful with it. So we were able to win a trophy or just the second, the second trophy <laughs> or the second place or whatever, whatever you call it. Um, I, I was able to win something. And I'm still having my just, what is this called that you're having around your neck? Like it's a necklace, but it's basically like a trophy, but it's not a trophy. I don't know. You know, you know, maybe what I mean. But um, the thing is, I thought about it, you know, I thought about it. If everything will turn out quite nice for me or if I'm going to regret it afterwards that I didn't try, you know, that I didn't try to just play soccer and didn't try to be a professional soccer player because I indeed was was pretty good you know at least in my team I was a, a pretty good player I just without kind of being I don't know too proud of myself and whatever just to be really honest I just was a good player you know because I've been playing since I've been born quite you know it has always been a thing for me it just and this is also one of the main reasons why I kind of believe that I don't know that I might be maybe should be doing it because I've always been, you know, because I've always been playing that and something that I've seen quite often in life and with other people as well, and especially with other people, is that um, when it is something that they have done just since they were just really, really young guys and young girls, that it is just, first of all, often something that they really like to do. Because the thing is, nobody would do something in that childhood that they they, they don't like, you know, especially not in the leisure time. Of course, there's going to be school when you're a little bit older, but when you're just a little child, you're just doing what you like to do. You know, you're shitting, eating, pissing, and you do what you like to do. And this is then quite it. And you wouldn't do something that you don't like to do, you know, unless you have to because of your parents and whatnot. But it is really rarely the case, you know, that you yourself are doing something that you don't like, you know, at least as I'm thinking about it. But the thing is, I've been playing just soccer all the time. And a lot of people that have been just doing something similarly, like me playing soccer, maybe they have been singing and they became a big singer or whatever, that um, it is often not only that they just really like it and they are passionate about it, but it is also the case that they are just becoming really successful with it, you know, just because they have been doing it for so many years 
or so many so such a long time you know at least at least i believe in it i i believe in it but believe in the process like truly believe in the process first of all we will never know what would have happened you know we will never know that never ever you know even though you're thinking hard about it you will never know what would have happened if you have if you had chosen this other option and not this option that you've just then taken you know nobody knows i don't know you don't know nobody knows and just i don't know crippling yourself by it and just thinking about it like oh no just i should have taken this one and i should have done that and whatever why you know don't cripple yourself you know don't just actually get yourself down you know other people are doing this already for you so please don't do it for yourself the thing is we will never know we will never ever know what would have happened therefore just actually making a choice and then living with it and and or trying to make the best out of it if it is if it actually was a shitty decision is just uh, i don't know what you should be doing because the thing is unless you die because of certain decision you know unless you die and somebody else dies because of your decision i guess everything is is okay you know because the thing is what would have happened if just because the thing is i've actually stopped playing soccer because of school you know because i went into another school after primary school i don't know what it is called therefore i'm just not gonna address it <laughs> but the thing is i then went to another school and um i thought like and i guess it was actually i was actually a little bit under pressure because of my parents i guess and I've been like, okay, no, I do not have the time to do that now. You know, I do just have to concentrate on school and I do just have to, to go to school. And therefore, I'm not having the time, you know, to be in a, in a soccer team. And I unfortunately stopped playing, you know, also because my trainer changed and the new, the new trainer wasn't really that cool and whatnot. But um, I, I stopped playing soccer. I stopped playing soccer and a lot of people that have been playing soccer with me, they're still playing it. And of course, they're just really good now. You know, compared to myself, compared to some other just young pro players, maybe not. But I'm not quite sure, you know, because I shouldn't judge. I should really not judge. The thing is, maybe I would have died. Maybe I would have died just because we went on a trip with the whole team to France or whatever, because we had just another game against a French team or whatever, and then I would have died, and the whole team would have died. It could have been the case, and... I'm living now, I'm just a really grateful and happy person, and I don't know, I think it's all that counts, isn't it, you know, all that counts, but believe in the process, just do something, make something, try to make change in the world, because I actually believe that everyone wants to just change something in the world, everyone, you know, everyone, and uh, you certainly can do this with money, you know, you could just also be like, okay, I want to earn a lot of money just because I can give it away to, to other people then. And or I can just found a good company that is just providing some premium, nice services and or just products for, for people that are just amazing then. You know, you could also be just taking that way. And there are so many ways you can make change, you know. Something else that I'm actually thinking about, like as, as we have been seeing up there, you know, uh, in terms of this, this, this bar chart, teachers a 56% on the trustworthiness scale thing. And it is insane. And I've been also thinking about it, just being a teacher. The thing is, in my school, you know, I'm just going to talk about it because it's, it's, it's something that's incredibly interesting, maybe. Uh, in my school, it is actually the case that we, we all... I'm in a graphic design school, if you don't know. So I'm basically a designer, a graphic designer. Design is actually my passion, 
or one of my other passions besides doing what I'm doing right here. And I'm basically also really happy that I'm just able to combine those those things because of course I'm doing the thumbnails. Of, of course I'm doing the Instagram posts and the, the Twitter posts and what I, whatever, all the other posts, which just... Uh, has something to do with graphic design and I really really like that I really like the case that I'm yeah that I'm able to do to to combine those things it is just really an amazing thing but anyway um we are having teachers of course you know and and often those teachers have been in in the economy they have been having their own business or they have been working in a business before they actually um before they actually became a teacher or actually they have to do that you know for, you know, unless it is just about English or German or whatever other class it might be. But if it is about graphic design, like typography or just design, graphic design is just uh, a subject itself, um, or communication design, I believe that you gotta have to just, you have to have like two years of practical experience as just a normal corporate job or just your own business or whatnot so that you're able to teach at my school. And I, first of all, quite find that good, you know, because you can somehow show that, ensure that this person just knows something, because the thing is, and something that I've seen as well, you know, the more I design, the better I get. And this is also one of the reasons why I actually put a lot of pressure on myself that I'm doing something every single day, because sometimes, because I'm not posting as much as, as I have been, I'm not producing as much content as I could each day, sometimes, in terms of the posts, in terms of designing some things, and therefore I'm just really, really focused on doing that, you know. But the problem there is that a lot of people think that our teachers aren't really good, you know, because there has to be a reason why you've got a teacher. And often we think that that the reason actually is that they have not been just good at what they're doing, you know. They haven't been able to support their family with their graphic design business because either they haven't had the kind of corporate skills, the designing skills, or they just haven't had the soft skills, like being able to communicate with people, being able to just pitch to somebody or whatnot. This could also be the case, you know, it could also be the case that you're just gone lazy and that it is just a nice job and a nice thing to have more than like 10 weeks of, of holiday each year. It is amazing. It really is an amazing thing. It truly is. And I don't know. I don't know. The thing is why I think about being a teacher, even though it is something that I've that I've always been like, whoa, I do not want to do this, you know, because I don't know. Like, I think <clears throat> the thing is, one of the worst things is just, I don't know, the kids there, you know, but it could also be like, okay, I'm only going to take just 10th graders or whatever, you know, just relatively old pupil and whatnot, but if you're actually having such a lot of impact on those people, it is just amazing what you could what you could do to them. Like in a negative and also in a positive way, of course. But I would do it in a positive way. Like I would actually do the exact same thing that I'm doing right here, but just only in front of my pupils, you know, or only with my pupils to actually get them think in a different way and get them think about just things in a different perspective because it might help them. And and yeah, you know, it, it would actually be an option. It would really be something to think about unless I'm actually able to just acquire or gain a big audience where it's basically the same, you know, because I think this would actually also be like friends and family. 
I would also think so. It depends on the bond that you're having with this specific creator and or this sp specific personality. But in general, I believe that the bond and the connection you're having with social media personalities is way, way stronger than having one with an, an actor or whatnot. Because, I don't know, they're on social media and you can access them and you can talk to them in theory. You can just send them an email or just a message on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook in theory, you know, if they're going to respond, it's just a different question now, but but you can, you know, they're way closer to you as just actors are and billionaires are and whatnot. So I also got to believe that they, that you are able to just sustain a higher trustworthiness with those people if you are creator and you're having your own audience. So I don't know. This is obviously the first thing that I'm just aiming for. <laughs> it really is. And I hope that I'm also going to be able to do so. But yeah, I think this has been just quite a good episode. I don't know if it is because I haven't been sharing quite a lot of things, which is something that I do not like to do. You know, I do just want to have a great balance of reading things and also showing things, you know, because if it is actually like, okay, I'm only talking, then I kind of feel like, okay, is there enough value in this episode? Because sometimes I then feel like, no, it's not, even though it is just such a dumb thing to, to think about. But let's actually talk about a core question, I guess, you know? Let's actually go through a core question to just wrap everything up and to just, I don't know, just get the value spike a little bit up or whatever. What principles do you live your life by? Being a nice person and just trying to be a nice person, even though, like, sometimes I'm really not on the right path for, for being a nice person or being remembered as one because I'm often just pretty shitty, to be honest, um, yeah, something to work on, something to really work on. What should I do to change myself completely? This is a good question. I don't have an answer for that. Um, are self self improvement books useless? It is actually a pretty question, pretty good question, because a lot of people would 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 just rather be like, could you just give me a good book so that I'm gonna just change myself and whatnot. But it's not going to be the case, you know, unless you're actually working on the things that are described in the book, nothing will happen. Nothing really will happen. If you just only read the book for, you know, for the sake of reading the book, even though, you know, it could provide you, even though, even though you will not be working on the tasks or the points or the, the rules or whatever this book is giving you, it could also just change you um, some kind of subconsciously or, so, or just just to change, just change the, the perspective you're having on different things, you know. You do not really have to act on, on every rule there is in a book, but by just reading about it and just knowing that there is something, I guess there could be great change, you know. I think there could be great change, but uh, are they useless? No, I wouldn't say so. If you're able to learn through books, then it is definitely a good thing to read books, you know. If you're able to just learn through audiobooks, then it is definitely a good way and thing to listen to audiobooks. But if you're just a person that is learning by doing things, then uh, you should be doing things. You know, it really comes up to how you learn and how you get stimulated and how your brain gets stimulated because some people's brains are going to be stimulated by book knowledge. Some is going to be just, yeah, stimulated by other things like YouTube, you know, watching two videos, watching just inspirational personalities and uh, very, very, very different things how people are going to just be inspired and going to, yeah, be inspired. Self-help improvement or self-improvement books. 
Now, they are not useless. They are not useless, but it just really comes up to uh, what you do with them, how, you, um, how you're reacting to them and all those things. Like, it really comes up to who you are. You know, maybe it's actually going to be useless for you. It could also be the case, but it could also be the case that they are just incredibly valuable for you. Ooh. Uh, just been eating some lentils and some bread and whatnot. And I've actually had some cucumber and paprika in my lentils. And it's been pretty great. It's been pretty good. The only thing that is just the case is that it's so fucking hot. Like, there are certain foods that is just so hot. It's just so hot. Just in terms of the temperature, not in terms of just being spicy or whatnot. But it's just so hot that you're going to burn everything. And I burned myself just really, really severely, I think, two days ago and whatnot. And it's just not nice. It just really is not nice, you know, because you you can't eat anything because everything hurts and and whatever. It's just really not good. But yeah, I think this is going to be the, be the end of the episode. I do hope that it just turned out to be something valuable for you. I really hope that, but I wish you the best health, happiness, and also success, and I also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which means your legacy, because you could be like, okay, I'm going to be nice, and therefore going to be remembered as a nice person, but in the end, it just doesn't really have to be the case all the time, you know, because there's still going to be someone, just because we are 7.7 billion people on this planet, that does not like you, or just dislikes you, and or even hates you, you know, this could also be the case, but, 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 um, three other questions that I hope that you're going to think about and ask yourself are, why are you here? What are you trying to change? And what is bothering you the most? The reason why I'm asking you this is this: these three questions might be able to show you your purpose in life, which is something that's really important, really, really important as I was thinking about and as I said before and as, for example, Viktor Frankl, the author of Man's Search for Meaning, was also saying in Man's Search for Meaning, actually. But yeah, um, subscribe to the podcast if you have liked this episode. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you've liked this episode. And also like the YouTube video and rate the podcast if you've just liked or not liked the video. It would just really mean the world for me and to me. And yeah, I hope that you're not going to miss out on any valuable information on here. So stay subscribed. Please subscribe and stay tuned. Happy and just live your life. Trust the process. I see you, hopefully, the next time.